Welcome to Biohacking Brittany. Biohacking Brittany. Biohacking with Brittany, the podcast where I dive into the fascinating world of optimizing human performance, wellness, and self-improvement through cutting-edge biohacking techniques and expert insights. I am your host, Brittany Ford. Thank you for listening today. Today is Friday, June 9th, and I am so excited to be bringing this episode to you. And we're going to talk about a bunch of different things today. Mostly, I wanted to address a couple of things that have been on my mind recently, a lot having to do with the world of biohacking and women's health and the lack of women that I'm seeing in biohacking. And I'm going to get into it. And we're also going to actually talk about the lack of science on women's health in general, the lack of research and their lack of studies and why that is happening and how that could possibly be related to the lack of women in biohacking and the lack of female companies in general in biohacking. But before we get into all of that, I want to say a couple things. One, I will be in Orlando, Florida in a few weeks from now, two weeks from now, maybe. Yeah. And I'm going for the biohacking conference, which I'm so excited about because I can finally go. I'm so excited. So the first time I, I couldn't go, I was living in New Zealand. It was too far. And then I came back and then COVID hit and it was tricky getting across the border between Canada and the States. And now I can finally go and I'm ready for it. So I will be in Orlando from Wednesday until Saturday. I think it's like the 22nd to the 25th or something like that, 20, 26th maybe. And I am around. So if you're going and you want to meet up, message me on Instagram at biohackingbritney. If you are interested in doing an interview or talking or talking about collaborations, I don't know, or just like have questions about your health, or you just want to connect, let me know. And I would love to meet up. And I should also say that I am going to Biohacking Congress, the other conference in October, and that is in Miami and Florida as well. So I will be in Miami. If you're going to that, let me know. I actually have a discount code for tickets for that one. So if you're looking to go to a biohacking conference and you're not going to this one in June and you want to go to the one in Miami in October, let me know and I will send you my discount, my discount code and my link and everything like that because I'm a partner with them, which I'm really excited about. So that is what is happening. A quick shout out to the sponsors of this week before we get into this episode. And first and foremost, Lifestacks. I actually just made something really cool yesterday with their product. So they have a powder that's made out of MCT adaptogens and nootropics. And I love the vanilla one. They also have chocolate and hazelnut. But yesterday I made this like afternoon pick-me-up drink and it was so good. So it was decaf coffee, this powder from Lifestacks, their MCT vanilla powder. And then I added goat butter and then hot water. And I think that was it. Yeah. So I kind of made like a decaf 
coffee, keto coffee type of feel. And it was so good. And it had no sugar in it. It had no caffeine in it. Well, just a little bit, but it was phenomenal. It was so, so good. And I slept like a baby last night. If you're interested in anything like that, if you want to support your brain and how you're working during the day, it's such a good pick me up like that because you have the adaptogens in it that really help balance your hormones, help support healthy cortisol at that time of day. And you have the nootropics and the different nootropics in there are focused on memory and recall and being able to focus and have clarity while you're working. So it's so, so good like that. And then obviously we have the MCT, which is medium chain triglycerides. And this helps the brain function properly because the brain's actually 60% fat. So when we give it the good fat and healthy fat, it functions better. So yeah, it was keto. It was fantastic. I would suggest trying that. And especially if you're weaning off of caffeine or you're trying to cut down sugar and carbs, this is a great, 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 great product. There's not a lot of MCTs that I like, to be honest. There really isn't. So this one I do like. That's Lifestacks. I will link it in the show notes and it's on my website. Um, You can also just message me on Instagram anytime you hear me talk about any type of brand and I will send you the link. And then also buy optimizers, my favorite. They are the best. I love their digestive enzymes. I actually also take their nighttime sleep supplement. So this is like a, it's a powder. You have it about an hour before you go to bed and it tastes really good. But it has a lot of like melatonin precursors in it, which is nice. So it's not like you're taking this heavy dose of melatonin and then you kind of feel groggy in the morning or maybe it impacts your hormones a little bit. This just gives you kind of the ingredients to make the melatonin. So it's more of an indirect way. It has lots of magnesium in it and it's very, very calming. So I love taking this and especially on days when you know, I've been working for so long and I have so many different projects. And then I go to bed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need something to knock me out and let me sleep, you know, a full eight hours without waking up. This is the go-to. So buy optimizers, check it out. Discount code biohacking, Brittany in all capitals always and linked everywhere, website, shop, Instagram, you know it, you know it. Okay. Thank you to everybody who listened to the episode that came out this week on Tuesday. I talked, I answered a bunch of your questions. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go and download it right now on your phone or wherever you're listening. Because I talk about a lot. So I talk about like Ozempic versus Berberine. I also talk about functional foods and making chocolate for women and what that could look like as a company, as a brand. I also talk about alcohol and how I drink and sometimes I don't drink and again, what that looks like. So I really encourage you to listen to that episode. Listen to the end because I talk about a really cool idea at the end and I would love your feedback. Download that, stream it, whatever, do it right now. Okay, let's dive into this episode. So I want to preface this before I get into the nitty gritty. This came to me because the schedule of the talks and I guess, what do they even call it at the biohacking conference? Let me like sessions. Here we go. I pulled it up. Sessions came out and I registered for all of the different sessions that I'm doing at this biohacking conference in two weeks. 
And so you get to pick, right? Like it's typical conference structure. So like 1 p.m., there's like five different speakers happening and you get to sign up for whichever one you want to go to type of idea. And then there's like a morning session, afternoon session, very, very typical. So super excited about this and I'm going through them and I'm picking my sessions and I'm a little low-key disappointed. Now, listen, I'm so excited about this conference. Like everything else about this is fantastic. I'm excited to meet people in person, hang out with Dave, you know, do all these things. But I was like thinking that there would be at least one session that would be for the girls, for the women. I was like, where is it? There's got to be one. There's got to be one that's like hormones, fertility, menopause. I don't know what, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like some, something that's like, Hey ladies, this is for you. Come check us out. And unfortunately I don't see that here. And this is kind of shitty to be honest. So obviously everything in these sessions applies to both sexes and both genders. Like obviously if you're talking about like brain health, women are included. Like it's not like they're not included at all. It's more of like, it just kind of feels a little glazed over and it would, I, I don't know. I just thought that there would be at least one session that would be like, Hey, this is for women. Like, let's talk about biohacking for the girls and like what makes us different and how we can optimize our hormones or like, or optimize. I don't even know whatever we feel like is like specific for us. Like, for example, let me just like read some of these, you know, let me just read some of these. I don't know if I can, I'm allowed to actually read them word for word, but like I'll read the topics. So like one is like biohacking baldness. Sure. Women get bald too. Okay. Another biohacking technology using technology that was built for astronauts, energy techniques for a fulfilling life, executing your greatness through stories, how to beat stress, oxygen is a nutrient, Mental clarity, genetics, relationships, brain output, sleep for healthy living. So like you hear all of these things, right? And they are totally applicable to women. Like everyone is so included in this and that's very obvious, but I guess I just wanted something that was specific for women. And I don't know if that is because I'm a female and I'm biased and like, that's what I was looking for. I just like, I don't know. I I don't know. If you're going to the biohacking conference and you've like picked your sessions or you've been before and you feel the same way, seriously message me on Instagram because I'm so curious if this is just like my take on this. It totally could be, but I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe, maybe my expectations were a bit different than what it actually is. And the other thing as well that I, now that I'm like just talking this out loud that I think would have been really cool too is there is a session during these few days where it's about like a biohacking matchmaking, which is great if you're single, you can go meet people with similar values and like-minded. And that's brilliant. Like that is such a smart idea. When else are you going to meet people who are into wellness and health at this level? So I think that's fantastic. But again, like imagine if there was that for women, like imagine if it was like, on Thursday morning from nine to nine 45, we're going to have a women's biohacker meetup and we're going to have some coffee and we're going to meditate for the first 10 minutes. And then we're just going to hang out and introduce each other and just chat and like have a safe space for a woman to go to and just like meet and hang out. I, I don't know. 
Like I would be all over that. I would be all over that if that existed because it would just be so nice to be able to just cut through the noise of everybody else and just be like, cool, like these are other females who get it and we're into the same thing. Like, are you tired of feeling out of sync with your body's natural rhythm? Do you struggle with menstrual cycle related issues like fatigue, mood swings, and bloating? If you're looking to optimize your health and well-being, look no further than the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide. This comprehensive guide is designed to help you better understand and work with your menstrual cycle so you can improve your energy levels, reduce PMS symptoms, and gain a deeper understanding of your body. With in-depth information on each phase of the menstrual cycle, you'll learn how to adjust your diet, exercise routine, and self-care practices to better align with your body's needs. One of the biggest benefits of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is its user-friendly format. The guide is easy to follow and provides clear instructions on how to optimize your health throughout each phase of your cycle. Plus, it's packed with valuable information and insights that you won't find anywhere else. So whether you're a seasoned biohacker or you're just starting out, the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is the perfect tool to help you optimize your health and live in harmony with your body's natural rhythm. And with my expertise and guidance, you can trust that you're getting the best information and advice available. So why wait? Head over to biohackingbrittany.com to get your copy of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide and start living your best life today. Anyway, so this all in all, I will definitely do a full review of the biohacking conference when I get back and just be super open and honest about my experience, but I'm very excited and it's going to be great. So this kind of sparked the idea for this episode today when I was thinking about the lack of women that I kind of see in our space. I've talked about this before. I actually think I had my friend Katie type A on the podcast and I think my episode was called like where all the female biohackers or something, which got a ton of downloads. And what's interesting about that is I'm actually going to the conference with her. We're sharing a hotel room. So it'll be, we'll definitely create some content together. If you don't follow her, check her out. She's on YouTube. That's her main platform. She has like over 30,000 followers already. And she creates very, very good videos. Anyway, so I have kind of covered this topic before, but now I kind of wanted to also talk about the lack of research on women's health. And then we're also going to talk about biohacking. So we're kind of just like addressing this gender gap. Now, a disclaimer to this is don't come at me with this male versus female sex gender thing. I don't care at all. (laughs) I don't care at all. This is about women and You can define that as you see fit, whatever you want to do. But I am talking about women who are, I don't even know, born female and are still female, I guess. Like the language around these things are so complicated these days and it's so blurry. But that is not what this is about. And this is very much based on like biology of women because we're talking about the health of women. So that's important to say as well. So let's start addressing the gender gap. Research on women's health and biohacking interventions tailored for women have been historically limited, leading to a significant knowledge gap in understanding women's unique health needs and conditions. So I'm just going to talk about a few reasons as to why this has happened. We're going to talk about some evidence. We're going to talk about a few different experts. 
perspectives and organizations. And then at the end, I'm also going to talk about companies that are doing something about this and some biohacking companies that are kind of doing something about it as well. Okay. So first and foremost, historical bias and underrepresentation. Throughout history, medical research is primarily focused on male subjects, resulting in limited understanding of women's health. This bias and underrepresentation have hindered the progress of research on women's health. Exclusion of women from clinical trials. So women of reproductive age were often excluded from clinical trials until the 1900s. Or sorry, yeah, not even 1900s, 1990s, which was like not that long ago, due to concerns about potential risks to pregnancy. This exclusion led to a lack of knowledge about the safety and efficacy of treatments for women. Cardiovascular research gender gap. Despite heart disease being a leading cause of death in women, a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association found that women accounted for only 38% of participants in cardiovascular clinical trials. Preclinical studies on animals. Females are significantly underrepresented in preclinical studies, limiting the understanding of sex-specific responses to treatments. So that basically means is like when they are doing any studies on animals, again, they're only using males, unless it is something that's like specific of like looking at pregnancy or something like that. Okay, the second one, hormonal variability and personalized medicine. Women's hormonal fluctuations and the need for personalized approaches are often overlooked in research and biohacking interventions, despite the significant impact they have on women's health. So a few examples, adverse drug reactions, differences in metabolism, body composition, and hormone levels make women more susceptible to adverse drug reactions. A study published in that same journal previously mentioned highlighted the need for gender-specific understanding in medication safety. And then personalized medicine. Hormonal fluctuations and individual variations impact disease development, treatment, efficacy, and medication dosages. However, the absence of gender-specific data hampers the development of precise and effective personalized approaches for women. The next is what we see in health research. Funding disparities. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) The unequal allocation of research funding perpetrates the lack of research on women's health, limiting, limiting scientific advancements in this area. Breast cancer research bias. Breast cancer research has received a significant share of funding compared to other women's health conditions, such as uterine and ovarian cancers. This bias was highlighted by a study in health affairs, emphasizing the need for balanced funding allocations. Wow, that is, ugh, just reading that again is just sad. Disproportionate funding for contraception research. Research on contraception received less funding compared to the prevalence and impact of unintended pregnancies. This disparity was noted in a study published in the American Journal of Public Health, raising concerns about resource allocation. Fourth, systemic challenges and cultural factors. I mean, of course, we have to talk about this. Like, we can't just talk about women without thinking about the other cultural factors that are here and that are at play. So societal biases, stigmas, and systemic barriers contribute to the lack of research on women's health, inhibiting progress in understanding and addressing their unique health needs. 
stigma surrounding women's health topics, cultural, so cultural biases and societal stigmas surrounding reproductive health, menstrual disorders, and menopause limit research interest and funding in these areas. I, that one is just, I can't believe that's still happening with that one, to be honest. Like, I can't believe we're just still at a point where these stigmas are an issue and they're so taboo. Like the fact that that is actually what is getting in the way of funding, of research, of us being able to make better conclusions on women's health is appalling. And I get it. It's getting, it's getting better, but I don't know. Seems a little slow. Seems a little slow. Limited access to healthcare. So restricted access to healthcare, particularly among marginalized populations, creates barriers for women to participate in research studies and receive appropriate care. This limitation perpetrates the research gap. And obviously we need to mention minority women. So the underrepresentation of minority women, a study published in the Journal of Women's Health highlighted the underrepresentation of racial and ethnic minority women in women's health research, further exacerbating disparities in knowledge and understanding. Of course, like that is that is not surprising whatsoever. Like it is not surprising that there is less research on women and women's bodies and women's health. It's not surprising that there's even less research on minority women, unfortunately. And then the last, perspectives and initiatives. Experts and organizations have voiced concerns about the lack of research on women's health and advocate for change. So there there are a few ones that are kind of, we can point to here that are kind of doing something about this. So the Society for Women's Health Research, this organization actively promotes research on women's health and advocates for gender inclusive research practices. Then we have the National Institutes of Health Office of Research on Women's Health. This is an office that aims to promote and prioritize women's health research, ensuring that gender disparities are addressed. Hello, it's Brittany here, and I've got something life-changing to share with you. Sleep is crucial for our productivity, well-being, and beauty, right? No one wants to wake up with dehydration lines and dark circles. That has definitely happened to me. Picture this, you wake up feeling refreshed, your skin is glowing, yes, get it, and those pesky dehydration lines and dark circles, they're nowhere in sight. Sounds like a dream, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not only possible, but it's also within your reach. I used to struggle with falling asleep. There was a time when getting a good night's sleep felt like chasing unicorns, tossing and turning, waking up multiple times and feeling like a zombie the next day. Seriously, that happened to me for a long time until about 2019, 2020, when I started biohacking my sleep. But then recently it started happening again. And I actually uncovered the ultimate secret that's really been helping me. And that is magnesium breakthrough. It has completely transformed my sleep and got me sleeping so good again. So what's important to know is that not all magnesium supplements are created equal, so don't waste your time with over-the-counter options. Magnesium Breakthrough is the real deal. It combines seven different forms of magnesium in a single capsule, giving you the full-spectrum magnesium experience you need for optimal results. So here's my nightly routine that I've been doing. I take two capsules of magnesium breakthrough with water about an hour before bed. The effects are remarkable. I drift off faster and enjoy deeper, more rejuvenating sleep. 
And then when the morning comes, I wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to conquer the day. And I wake up at 5 a.m., so I'm not messing around, okay? I need my good sleep. So say goodbye to restless nights and tired mornings and unlock your best sleep with Magnesium Breakthrough. Ready for my offer? Visit magbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney and enter the code biohackingbritney for a discount. We love discounts. Remember, this offer is only available on this special website. So if you go to Bioptimizer's normal website, it's not going to happen. It's not there. So don't let sleepless nights hold you back any longer. That's magbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney. Use my discount code biohackingbritney to save. Woo-woo and let me know how your sleep is going. So let's just like do a little recap here of everything that I just said. So we have historical biases because women weren't included until the 1990s. We have hormonal variability, which we know because women have a menstrual cycle, then they have perimenopause and pregnancy and menopause and breastfeeding and blah, 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 like all of these different things that change. But then it leads to a lot of different things. It leads to lack of research, leads to funding disparities, which we talk disparities, which we talked about. And then of course we do have to talk about like the socioeconomic part of this, where there are minor women of minority who are also not represented. So overall, like this is just, you know, glazing the surface of this information and research. I feel like it is getting better. And I was actually on a call last week with somebody who did a master's. What did he do his master's? It was in the States somewhere. I forgot. And he was saying, because I said to him, he, so let me back up. He's developing a company that specializes in this supplement, which I can't talk about yet, that basically improves longevity in a bunch of different ways. And he basically... Yeah, there's not, <laughs> I'm really not saying a lot, am I? The supplement has like four different things in it that works on, targets four different things so that you actually don't have to fast. You can get the benefits without it. Essentially, it's kind of what it is. So we're talking about this and we have this long call and whatever. And he's great, really smart guy. And then I said, like, you know, you should create a, a version for women. And we started talking about it. And he's like, and he told me that in his, he just finished his master's that they were so clear throughout his entire master's program that women need to be included. Like he said, it was so strongly said to us and we were so educated on the lack of females in research. And that was really nice to hear. So I'm glad on an education standpoint that people are talking about this a lot and that they're trying to do something about it, that it's not just this thing that we know about, but it's kind of slow moving and not enough people care. Like it's good to hear that. But again, I had to tell him, I said, look, like your product sounds great and I can't wait to try it. But have you thought about making one for women? Like what makes you think that I need the same dosage as you do? I probably don't. I probably need something different. Fasting is different on women. So why would your product not be different for women if you're trying to mimic the same thing? So he's like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And it's like, yeah, like, okay, but why is why do I have to think of that? Why does the female have to think about it? And also, yeah, this is not the first time I've had these conversations with the companies that I've worked with before. And even nootropics. I think there is one nootropic company or nootropic company that is specialized on women's health. One. 
that I've seen. And I don't even know if they're still in business. I saw them last year somewhere. I don't follow them on Instagram. I don't even remember what they're called. I have to look it up. But it was one company. And it's like, again, like what? I just feel like, you know, especially in this biohacking space, the companies and products that come out are for everybody and they're inclusive. And I understand that. And it's not like I can't take nootropics, right? Like I do take nootropics. Like I use life stacks. I was just saying that earlier, but it's like, I really just would like some more representation that's or products or things that are actually made for women, actually not for men. And like women are included, but like for women. (laughs) So that would be so nice. So I'm going to talk about a few that I found that are kind of doing something about this in a, in their own way. Like I said, there are some organizations and charities and, and different groups that are doing something about it. But then we also have some companies that sell products that are helping to bridge this research gap by doing their own clinical trials and also helping women understand health more and their health more specifically. So that's good to see. Okay. So a good one that I want to talk about that I use personally is natural cycles. I think this is a fantastic menstrual tracking app. They also have a pregnancy mode, like fertility mode and pregnancy mode. And it's great because they collaborate with different research institutions and they've conducted studies and they're FDA approved. And it's nice to see something like this happening for reproductive health in the like femme tech space. Another one that's worth mentioning is the company called LV, which I just found. This is something that I is beyond kind of what the world I'm in currently, but if you have ever breastfed, you might know this company. So called LV. So LV is a women's health technology company that focuses on developing innovative products to support women's health and well-being. Their range of products include pelvic floor trainers, breast pumps, and more designed to address specific women's health concerns. I love this. So I, I went on their website and they have like, again, like I don't know a lot about breast pumps at this point, but they have like hands-free breast pumps, which look really cool. They have really innovative inserts. Like if you're leaking, their pelvic floor trainer looks great. Like I would totally use that just to like, you know, work on that muscle more. So it's really exciting to see them kind of doing something in this space. And they're huge. They have like 350,000 followers on Instagram and they're going at it. So I'm really happy for them. And then we have, you know, other initiatives, right? So the Women's Health Initiative is a long-term national health study initiated by the U.S. National Institutes of Health. This is investigating the most common causes of death, disability, and impaired quality of life in postmenopausal women. The study has a has made significant contributions to women's health research. So that's the type of thing that I want to see. Let's do some really long studies. Let's get the government involved. Let's get the research institutes and the schools and and let's really support women's health from a very analytical and educational standpoint. Are you ready to supercharge your mornings and unlock your full potential? I love using LifeStacks MCT creamer for this. It is the perfect boost for your coffee that will revolutionize your fasting routine. Get ready to kickstart your day and be your absolute best self. 
LifeStacks MCT creamer is meticulously crafted with rich flavors and the world's creamiest MCT to please your taste buds and keep you satiated. This advanced blend of nootropics and adaptogens provides optimal nutritional support, giving you the ultimate edge to maximize your productivity while fasting. With LifeStacks MCT Creamer, you'll experience upbeat energy that will keep you feeling great all day long. So say goodbye to those midday slumps and hello to a sustained and natural source of energy that will fuel your mind and body to accomplish all of your goals. What sets LifeStacks MCT Creamer apart is its premium nutrients and 45 fat burning calories. It not only energizes and satiates but also enhances your metabolic benefits. Now you can fast better and longer with ease, knowing that you're providing your body with the fuel it needs to thrive. So here's how it works. Step one, you simply add LifeStacks MCT creamer to your coffee. Step two, get all of your stuff done, experienced enhanced focus, mental clarity, and increased productivity. And step three, fast with ease, knowing that LifeStacks MCT creamer is supporting your fast every step of the way. You can also use this when you're not fasting like myself, like I add it to my coffee with my goat butter every single morning as a keto coffee that I do. And it tastes like phenomenal. My favorite flavor is the vanilla, but it also comes in chocolate and hazelnut as well. The MCT oil, the MCT powder is actually powered by Go MCT, which is the world's most premium medium chain triglyceride powder. So it's made with pure C8 and C10, C10 MCTs for maximal ketone production, which is why I love it. I love using the best of the best, and this is why I'm recommending it to you. So don't miss out on trying this. I really recommend it. It will be linked in the show notes of this podcast episode. It's also on my website, on my shop, and you can check it out right away. That's Lifestacks MCT Powder, and they are on Amazon as well, which I love because it makes it so easy for all of us to get it. So check it out today. Ignite your mornings, fuel your fasting, and unleash your full potential. And I do want to shed light finally on biohacking brands that are doing something about this. <laughs> the, honestly, there's not a lot. Like the list is minimal. I think that the argument that I've heard about when people talk about women and biohacking is a few things. One, people always say, you know, my following is like 50% women or more. So like I have a lot of bio, there's a lot of female biohackers out there. And the funny thing about that is that there are more women on Instagram than there are men by actually quite a significant amount. So like that, I don't even know if you can even really count that as meaning much at all. And then people also say like, women are the original biohackers is kind of like this quote that I've heard. And I agree with that to some point. I think that women have had to have a very good understanding of how their body works and be very intuitive because it changes so much and so often. So I, I do think that that element is kind of true and I can see that kind of playing out. However, I don't see a lot of female founded biohacking companies. I just don't. There's influencers, there's content creators, but even those, I 
like all the females who are actually making waves in the space, I could probably count on two hands across all social media platforms, like podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Like I could probably name the top 10 females that I know in this space right now and write a list for you. And I know all of them. Right. And so it's just, it's great to see females again in the space. And again, like women are use social media a lot, especially things like Instagram. But I want to say, and I want to think about the lack of the female founded companies that I see. So, and I know this is true because I work with so many different brands. I do a lot of collaborations. I do a lot of content creation and I know how many men reach out to me versus how many women. And there's a few female companies for sure, but I really just wish that it was kind of becoming a little more like woman focused, or I guess, I don't know. So a few that I can name off the top of my head that I know are like representative of women are a couple of skincare companies. Like one skin is fantastic. They are rep- like, I think they're female founded completely. And then the other one that I also was thinking of is higher dose. They have two female founders. They're great. And they do like red light therapy, face masks and saunas and everything like that. So they are one of the best female biohacking brands out there that's female founded and like female first, I guess. Then we also have things like Flow Living, which is a platform that focuses on hormonal health for women. I personally don't love Flow Living, any part of it. And I have my own reasons for that. It just doesn't speak to me. I don't like the branding. I don't like the message around it. I don't like the supplements. It feels very salesy to me. It just doesn't do it for me. But I know some people really do like their stuff. And then we have things like Aura Ring and Levels and Fitbit and Biostrap. And these are companies that, again, are so catered to both people that it's really great to see. Like they're not necessarily gender specific, but they're also not female first. And I'm not saying you do have to be female first. I'm just saying that it would be nice if that was more of the case. So all in all, this is to say that the research on women's health is lacking, but it's getting better slowly. And (laughs) women in the biohacking space is definitely lacking, but it is, I guess, kind of getting better as well on a positive note, I guess we'll say. I... I don't know. I would like to, I would like to just see more, you know? And I think when it comes, like if we're talking specifically biohacking, we're not talking wellness or and health in general. If we're talking specifically biohacking, you would think that at a biohacking conference, again, there would be a session for women somehow, or there would be a female meetup group. And at the one in October at Biohacking Congress, I don't know if they're doing this, but if they're listening, I would love that. And I think that's a great idea. Same with the Health Optimization Summit in Europe, in London. Like, again, is there a space for women? And I think that's what women really need is like, can we just bring more light to women's health and give more opportunities and spaces so that we can collaborate together, create brands, create 
content, create products and businesses and put our minds together and create new research and new clinical studies and whatever else it is. If you are listening to this and you own a company, you run a company, you work for a company that's in this space, which is very likely, I highly recommend you look into the idea of creating a female specific version of your product. Because I would love this. And I know there's so many of my listeners and so many of my followers who would love this as well. Like a female specific nootropic, a female specific adaptogenic coffee blend. I don't even know. I could say so many things. Even like these DNA tests that I do or the Viome test, like the gut health test. Like, can we talk about what, how it might be different for women versus men? And talk about how gut health changes during your menstrual cycle. Like, what does that look like? When is the best time to test your gut during your menstrual cycle? How does it change during pregnancy? All of these different things. It's like, there's so many questions. And I also should do an honorable mention, actually. Oh, shoot. I'm forgetting the name of the company. I guess you could just research it. There is a company out there. I don't have their product and I haven't spoken to them, but there is a company out there that tests your vaginal microbiome. And I think they're worth mentioning because obviously that is so for women, which we'd love to see. And more and more women really could benefit from that, especially if you're dealing with an imbalance down there, yeast infections, itchiness, any type of symptoms. I definitely suggest it. So thank you for listening to my rant about the lack of women in research (laughs) and the gender gap in biohacking. Again, this is just my opinion and, and what I've seen. I've been in this space since 2018 and I probably will always be in this space. So stay tuned for another episode. And obviously if you have any feedback, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or any ratings you do on iTunes helps as well. I also actually just found out that I am in the top 2% podcasts in the world. So (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That's also crazy. The top 2%. I think there's over 3 million podcasts. And so it's really something nice. I mean, to put it in per- into perspective, I think that Ben Greenfield's podcast is in like the 0.05% top percent. So we're slowly kind of making our way up. Okay. It takes time. So thank you for downloading every episode and listening every week. I know a lot of you do, and I will catch you next week for another two episodes every Tuesday and every Friday. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.